Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. MyCastingFile, the place for talent to get their start. All right, welcome to Talking Like Normal People, a show dedicated to talking about acting, casting, and auditions, and probably some other things too with people who love it. I am your host, Ryan Glorioso, casting director based in New Orleans, Louisiana, and to the right of me, the future Justin Coulter, casting associate. Hello, everybody. Hello. Yeah. How are you doing today, Justin? I'm really, really excited about our guest on this episode. Me too. Me too. Let's plow through this postcard. All right, all right. All right. First, I got other things. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to thank all of our listeners. Thank you, listeners. Please listen and subscribe and rate us and review us on iTunes or Google Play. You can subscribe on iTunes and that way on Thursday morning when our episodes come out, it'll just pop up on your phone. And you can click on the little pop-up, and then you can just start listening. Welcome to 2018. Yeah. All right. Postcard of the week comes from Anastasia Nguyen. And she's got a little uh, a little picture of herself with bunny ears. See that? Bunny so, ears. Not right. far removed from a Snapchat filter. <laughs> not far removed at all. <laughs> and... It says bouncing round, bouncing around, bouncing <laughs> dot, dot dot dot. And then the back of it says, Hi, we're springing out of pilot season. Just letting you know some bunny underlined is thinking about you. Hope all is well. Love, Anastasia. She loves me. Aww. All right. Well, actually, she didn't address it directly to me. That could be um, anybody's. She and then she's uh, she's with Susan Nathan Associate. I have no idea who that is, but thanks for uh, saying that. I'm and done with it. All right. It was tossed. All right. Actor tip of the week. Once the audition is complete, yes. what's the best thing to do? I say just let it go. Dwell on it. No, don't time. dwell. <laughs> let it go. You've done all you can do now. Now go do something fun. Or just go do your laundry or, yeah, just take your mind just off get, of it. Just get it out of your mind. That's it. Cool. All or right. listen to this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Whose voice was that, Ryan? Unison. <laughs> All right. Today's guest, you've heard a little sneak peek, yeah. is a true staple in the talent pool of the Southeast. She's been working consistently in film, television, and theater since the late 80s with a true knack for comedy and a genuine balance of dramatic chops when called upon. Nice. You like that? I do. With roles in films such as Girls Trip and Free State of Jones and major recurring roles on television, Salem and Treme. Please welcome one of the busiest actors in the Southeast, Lara Grice. Yeah. Yeah. What up, my peeps? I have a feeling this is going to be fun. We're going to talk like normal people. (laughs) Good start. That's a great start. Oh, we do need a new theme song. Yeah. Can you you give us a theme song? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to. We're gonna, We're gonna talk, talk like normal people. Woo. We're gonna talk like normal people. Woo. All right, good. All right, we'll, we'll clean that up in post. <laughs> <laughs> TLNMP. Yeah. T- TLNMP. Perfect. We're just getting some samples now. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so, Lara. Yo. All right, let's start from the beginning. Like, where did you come Very from? Very good place. How, d- how did all this happen? Oh, God. How did it happen? Clearly What's not it? from New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, clearly from New Orleans, born and raised. Where? What part of uh, the city did you grow up in? I grew up in Lakeview, 70124 ever. Yeah. And then I went. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And uh, St. Dominic, Sacred Heart, University of Dallas, always done theater. Um, it's it's kind of uh it's uh it's kooks i was trying to think you know when i was listening to more interesting people uh in your podcast no one more interesting than than you. yes um you know it's about, gonna be hard for you to be a normal person yeah. isn't it? i don't know how <laughs> i'm Learn. This could be talking like wacky people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that I mean, but that's yeah. Well, that yeah. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> How'd you start? How'd you start? I started. Well, I started. Uh, my home life was very good. 
I was, you know, I didn't want or need for anything. I was supported. Ballet lessons, music lessons, you know, all of that is kind of where it began. Lakeview living. Mm-hmm. Lakeview living completely. And, um, uh, and then uh, I was at... Uh, my ballet school, which I still do the Nutcracker for, really in um, December, is playing Mother Ginger. So How many years has it been? It has been like six years now, and so all of the girls that you know come from my skirt are now you know, <laughs> dancing. It's it's crazy. We have a really good time. But that's the ballet school where it all began, and I remember the change because I wanted to be a dancer and a singer. And it was really kind of more musical theater. And then it changed when I was doing a dance in ballet. But my facial expressions, you know, because usually it's supposed to be like this. And I, you know, I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which you can totally see yeah, right now. Yeah, everybody Listeners can. They can, they can hear the. She just made some crazy faces. <laughs> so, um, and then musical theater, musicals, musicals, musicals. Growing up watching Becky Allen, Juanita Brooks, Janet Shay, Carol Sutton, just learning from the best. I know some of those people. Uh, yeah. 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 And given the opportunity, Le Petit had a great children's corner back in the day, and I we would that was a big Sunday outing for us, and we would go and. You know, my mother would get we I, tickets to the Sanger, saw Rex Harrison and My Fair Lady, Julie Andrews and Richard Burton and Camelot, Sandy Ooh. Duncan and Peter Pan. You know, those things apparently <laughs> stick with you. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember going to New York for the very first time in 1984. Um, so that was my eighth grade trip. My mother uh, brought me and my best friend to New York to go see and we saw three plays for 4th of July. Um, Cats, A Chorus Line, Ooh. and La Cage. And nice. I've done two out of three. Ooh. Yeah, because I said... Did you do A Chorus Line? I did twice. I've done A Chorus Line. You did not. Yeah. Zach? No. Uh, DeLuca? Alan DeLuca? <gasps> oh, the, uh, Christine's sing, husband. Sing, sing, sing. Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, I really that. could never sing. Never yeah, really yeah, sing. yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. That was fun. Yeah. I did that in college. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so, and then what was the other one of the three? Uh, not Cats. Uh, not Cats. Uh, and then Lacage. Wow. Yeah, Lacage. I was, I was one of the, one of the, um, the, the Cajels and, uh, at Tulane Summer Lyric back well, okay. in the day. Okay, so what, what year were you at Tulane Summer Lyric? Because uh, I'm wondering if we crossed paths back then. Because I I used to do Tulane Center Stage when I was in high school. Wow. Uh, yeah. Which I don't think even exists anymore. Now it's like Tulane. No, it was Tulane Summer Shakespeare. Well, Tulane yeah. Center Stage. I I saw I saw plenty of plays yeah. there. Well, I, I did the. I was an I was an apprentice. My like the summer between my freshman and sophomore year, mm-hmm. I want to say, and then the following summer. So like classes all summer, and then we worked on all the shows, you know. As, yeah, so that sounds about right, because yeah. we were doing, um, so I started, I think my very first was um, Carousel, and I was, actually, no, it was Junior Lyric. So the um, center stage was right there. So yeah. in 1985, they, they, that's when they built that annex, and they had Tulane Junior Lyric. I think I think I was there. I would have been at De La Salle, so it was probably like 88. Yeah. 87, 88. Yeah, this was about 85. Okay. Yeah, so, so we just missed yeah. each other. Did you know a guy named Cree Rankin? Of course. He was my <gasps> teacher. You're kidding me. Yeah. He uh, he was brick and can on a hot tin roof at oh, Le Petit. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. What? Cree Rankin and Ray Vercel. Oh yeah, were the instructors wow. of our our thing. It, it was so it, great. It golden age. There yeah. was a, a, and a Ron time Garrell. there. Ron Garrell, absolutely. Ron Garrell. Buzzy Podewell. Yep. Yep. Wow. I know. Yeah. The stage. Yeah. Ah, the stage. Fun. If I could make a living on, on the, stage, you would just do that. Well, not no. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you enjoy doing film? Uh, um, like you do the stage or is it a different it's, thing it's, altogether? It's a completely different animal. I enjoy doing film when I get the role when you book and, it, yeah. and when I book it and get to do it and, and sort of have that creative process. I, um, I don't like getting... Try, I don't like trying to get the role. You're the, not. The you're not an grind. audition. An auditioning is not for you. Uh, I, I, uh, you audition a lot. I mean, yeah. right? I audition 
a lot. And um, uh, how many things have we done together? <laughs> I know. It's... Well, no, but this is the thing. I Because I was trying to think. We met... Um, in Shreveport. In Shreveport. Yeah. I, actually, I don't know if you remember the first time we met. It was at somebody's house. It was at a party. Oh, yeah. You go to parties? No, no, no. I remember. At Scott August's house. At Scott house. August's house. Scott, yeah. Scott lives down the street from me now in Metro. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, yo. But then you came in when I... That was my first movie doing principal casting. Oh, wait a minute. That was Year Without a Santa Claus. No. I did that. <laughs> I, I did extras casting on that movie. You, uh, right. Right. And that's when we, and then Private Valentine or Blonde that's and the, Dangerous or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the, the Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson movie. That was the first movie I did principal casting on on my own right and yeah. i remember seeing you on set that yeah. day and then um jessica simpson's father was like you know oh he was he was master. everywhere puppet ma- yeah yeah you know i was in that movie you were yeah i um i i play the uso tour manager i got to fly on a on a black hawk helicopter twice stop yeah. i'm like I had Mike there with a Blackberry. That's how dated it is. <laughs> and uh, it's like the end of the movie. Spoiler alert. And she's going on a USO tour. To and I, and I had like one line <laughs> that you can't hear because it's there's a helicopter. like, <laughs> and But I like get on the helicopter with her. And Jessica Simpson and I fly around Shreveport. And then back down to this military base. And then they were like, okay, we need to do a second take. And I'm like, I mean... I was freaking out inside. Because that's the dream, dude. Flying around Shreveport with Jessica Simpson. Right? That's the dream. Right? So that happened. Every now and then I get somebody who's like, were you in a movie with Jessica Simpson? (laughs) Like, oh, God. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But you played her sister. I did play her sister. Yeah. I (laughs) I I remember the audition. I remember you coming in. I had this, like, that was my first office. In that gross building. In that gross building, yeah. yeah. The, it was a, uh, it was the AT and T warehouse. Uh, they used to make cell phone or not phone, just phones for AT and T. But now they, had, well, not now, but back then they turned it into a movie studio that also housed dog food <laughs> and and empty uh, empty um, containers of. Uh, laundry detergent bottles. So it was like pallets of laundry bottles. Empty? Empty, but they were like on these giant pallets and the movies would move them around with forklifts and they would use them as sound barriers to to shoot in between. They would build sets in between them. It was insane. I'm having a smell memory right oh. now. I really <laughs> the, am. Because your office was right next to Alyssa Cantro. Yep, yep. And Alyssa and Scott were partners. Were they not? Yeah. Uh, 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 business partners at the time. Or, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But, but yeah. I remember, we all, yeah, we all lived and it was in a the... weird, yeah, it was a weird time. But that was post, post-Katrina, mm-hmm. which was different. Like, I have, you know, that's my, sort of a benchmark for me, because I was, you know, I had gone, so the theater thing, and then, um, you know, I'm going to be on Broadway. So I moved to New York and um, uh, ran out of money quickly and went through a blackout. Um, In New York. Yes. And then the... Uh, when you world, say blackout... Like the, the, the city, city blacked out. Oh. And then... Not my version. Not her head. No, okay. no, no, no. That I comes later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and the World Trade Center was yeah. bombed for the first time. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to... I don't think this is the place, you know, for me. And it wasn't all of that, but just sort of... Um, uh, the energy was cool and fast, but um, I I didn't like that people weren't nice. It you know yeah. I mean I know you have to have in this business you have to wear your heart on your sleeve and have a thick skin at the same time. Mm. That's gonna can kind of mess with you if you don't stay grounded yeah. or you know have people like you around to <laughs> sort of be like to make you audition yeah <laughs> make you do that film no, no. oh you're you're wonderful come audition <laughs> again again <laughs> well i'm not a good i'm not a good um auditioner i don't uh, I, I i don't audition well why do you think that why? is i um i don't i don't agree with that well uh so, well sometimes i get in my head too much um, I, and I think about yeah. it too much. And then I, I think the times that I uh, that I really want it is um, that's 
the death sentence. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, if I, if it's like, hurry up, I got to get this done. Um, that's when I usually get it because you're not thinking you're just doing, Yeah. you know? So, um, so I guess, I guess it depends on the, the project and the, and the weight that I, you know, you put on it or, you know, really want yeah. it. Like if you like a series, for instance, that somebody's yeah. like, and you're like, Oh my God, it'd be so cool to be on that. But you know, it's, it's not meant to be. But what's you, your process uh, preparing for an audition? It all depends on um, that. That's that comes kind of part of our question part in that. Um, you know, sometimes I'll be lucky enough to get sides for you know you know nine pages of a character um, forty eight hours before I have to be there. What a luxury! What a luxury! Yeah. Sometimes it's. Um, 12 or eight or, and then, and my, uh, I, I do like rehearsal. Like I like just the repetition of it. And then that way it's just in, and then I can go and play. But if I'm thinking, then it's, yeah, everybody, you know, you can't self-sabotage, self-sabotage, like, like getting your material in advance and all that. Were, Were you auditioning back in the day when, you you had to like go to the casting office and get your sides like you just show yeah. you go like an yeah. hour early or whatever and, yeah. and pick, or your agent right. gets faxed a copy and all that stuff i mean yeah thank god for technology now i mean you have right even if you have a full day that's way more than people used to have right but i find though that it was it's kind of like okay well then you know it's either going to happen or it's not right. because you it's out of your control and you know back in the day i I was, you know, half the size I am now. Like, I was cast as Jessica Simpson's sister because I looked like Jessica Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It wasn't for my acting ability. (laughs) (laughs) I think I did one scene in the bed where I said, hello. (laughs) And scene. I mean, you know, like, so, so it's back, you know, then it was just sort of like, this will be fun or, you know, that was, it was okay. Um but uh yeah i lost my train of thought no i get it yeah Yeah. but you have i mean you have some you have some good training and some really good chops you're very funny you have you're really good with comedy but then i've also seen you you know flip it and do some some really cool serious stuff Mm. you know what what's your process like how do you do you subscribe to a method or anything like that? Or is it, is it all just kind of natural instinct for you? Oh man. Or something else. It's, it's something else completely. I, I don't I, I mean, the, my, sometimes my, ins, my natural instinct is the exact opposite of what is supposed to be happening in the scene. Like if I don't get the full script, yeah. you know, that I, I, I'll, I'll see something as funny when it's not, or I'll see something as very Has that serious. ever worked for you? Never. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Almost, you know, to, to the point, yeah, uh, no. Do you, do you, are you able to most times figure it out on your own or do you need the guidance of a director or someone to say, no, like, think about it this way? Yeah. No, I, I can usually figure it out on my own. And then I'm always, uh, I, I would always like to just like, well, this is what I thought it was. What do you think? And then get the direction and then make the adjustment. You know, do you have a lot of aha moments or you're like, Oh, well, Oh, I have a lot of aha moments. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, I get it now. I do. Can I step out for like, 10 minutes and then let me come back in and I can, you know what I mean? Do that. Rather a, than how just many be times like, have you stepped out like that? That's a great Never. idea though. No, no, no. And well, t- maybe twice and then come back in and got the role. Yeah. I, I think that's such a smart idea though, because I'm, rather oh, yeah. than try to make the yeah. adjustment oh, yeah. really quickly, although, but on think, set, you know, it, if the camera's going and, and they're, you know, it's like, we'll try it this way. No, I'm going to be like, um, I'm going to, will you give me 10 minutes in the honey and I'll but, be right back. In the, also, honey. <laughs> in the honey. That is not a fancy also, accommodation. I just want you all to know. On, on set, you, <laughs> you'll you. have a director there that can, he, I mean, it's his movie, it's his script and hopefully he's a great director. And if he's a great director, he can get you there. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Like, but like here in an audition room, you have five, 10 minutes tops and you're under that, you're under that pressure. 
I wouldn't even think to to ask like, could I go out and just come back in? Does does right? And, but sometimes I don't want to go back out depending on how full the room is outside of act you, with yeah, other you gotta, actors. You gotta, you gotta the room. be with them. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they get in your head? Has anybody tried to? Has anybody tried to like mess you up? <laughs> uh, maybe the, the other way around, perhaps. Oh no, I'm kidding. No, no, no. But I did have um, I had someone shush me. <laughs> Do tell. It, it was awesome. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe what was happening. Like it was, and and it's one of those things that I do respect, and and I think every actor has their own process, and mm-hmm. you know. Were it not for the fact that I am not at this audition right now, we would not be seeing each other. So depending on the role, the project or, you know, what what is, you know, it's it's very specific to each particular, um, you know, project. But there was it was here. Um, I don't uh, I I I think it was um, it was it was a comedy and uh, uh, I ran into someone I hadn't seen in a long time and you know and uh, she looked great and this (laughs) woman was um, she was you know dressed in the role actually I think it was for um, the role that Deneen got um, oh, great. Uh, she talked about it on the podcast that great, uh, uh, the nurse, uh, the nurse. Yes. Okay. So, so that's, so this was happening and I was talking and, um, and she, she's like, shh. Oh my gosh. Do you mind? <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. Is right. Cause I was like, <laughs> what, you know? And she's like, I'm, you know, I'm really trying to prepare. Should have prepared at home. <laughs> well, that's you know you gotta. So what did, were you offended or did you? I did you was shush? I was stunned at, to silence, which is rare. <laughs> <laughs> and um and and uh and then uh just sort of um I think I started talking louder. That and, sounds like you. Yeah, and just you know. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing just happened. <laughs> Oh wait, she's right there. <laughs> Neither of you got the role. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Just, too see, busy psyching each other out. See what happens when it's vitriol. Sitting there reading her sides. I wish I knew who it was. <laughs> right. I have some ideas. I wasn't here. Oh. I mean, I was casting it, but I wasn't here. I have, I have some ideas of who it was. That was uh. Gosh, it looks like that wire is about to pop on your headphones. It it is. Oh yeah, yeah. That was an interesting casting process for me, actually, because I was finishing up uh, on 13 Reasons Why in California ah. and and had planned. I didn't know I was going to do that movie. Was and this Blaze? <clears throat> no, 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 no. This is this is Eli. Oh, OK. And I uh, had had planned to drive back like on a road trip. Oh, yeah. And uh like went as far to like we got a an RV and all this stuff, and so I had I mean I had to do my road trip, <laughs> and so I had to like figure out how to like cast this thing, with having live sessions, but me not even being in the state. It was it was interesting. Oh yeah. wow, well that's first a, time I've ever done that. That's a story in and yeah. of itself. That's a podcast of itself. Yeah, yes. it could be. It could be that thirteen reasons why I haven't been able. I started to because I know Kate from oh. Girls Trip. Oh yeah, oh. and young Dylan. Yeah, played my son in Year Without Santa Claus. I know. Yeah, we, we talked, talked about to it. him about that. Yeah, yeah. 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 he brought that up. Yeah. He did. Yeah, he brought that up. <gasps> oh yeah. my God, Tyrion left off. Yeah, that's we. Uh, when last the first season, uh, I I made sure he knew. I was like, we worked on a movie together. Ah. And he's like, what? And I told him, he's like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. he's really talented. And he's so very good. and kind. Yeah. What a, he's a good kid. Yeah, yeah. And oh that, my and god. You know, and that's always good. Like also, you're like, yeah. And a, and a really kick-ass rock band the wallows yeah really yeah really yeah. good to check it out they played at our uh rap, rap party parties. the first season season one mm. they were great so you know not that anybody listens to this podcast but this <laughs> we're episode just gonna plug the wallows this episode brought to you by the wallows, the wallows. <laughs> um awesome. talk like normal people <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever had any interesting survival jobs uh, survival jobs? Yeah, like, yeah, um, things you do when you're not acting, like, for money. 
<laughs> wow. Wow. Pause we silenced reaction. her. You silenced her. Silence well, no, no, no. Well, no, I was, I was, I thought I was thinking of like, there's, there's movies that have saved my life. Like the reaping did. Yeah. From Hurricane Katrina. Like financially um, saved your life? No. Like, um, my mother sent me, uh, to Home Depot and I bought an ax, a rope, uh, a can of paint and um, four bottles of water because we were going to ride it out in Lakeview together. I was living with her at the time. And um, I called Spud, who was uh, working on there. And uh, he, it was, a, and I had the week b- before Katrina, and I had two weeks, the week before and then the week after and uh, in St. Francisville. And I'll never forget Friday afternoon, you know, he has his headset on and I uh, said, Hurricane's coming to New Orleans. Like, oh, shoot, because Cindy had come and hit the west bank pretty hard right and um it's like oh here we go again and but i drove to new orleans and everyone else was driving home and like so i called him i said are you what are you doing are you staying he said get your boop to st francisville you have a hotel room yeah i was like oh okay so what we thought was going to be two days wound up being two months and it's it's, it's that saved our lives. quite and literally a survival. It really was. And Warner Brothers paid for the, really? the hotel. Wow. That's nice of them. It, it was. Um, it was. It was pretty. It was pretty awesome. So that'll always be one of those like you know. Wow. Movies that. Um, I mean, how can you forget something like yeah. that? Yeah. Right? No. And and you had a great role in that. I did. Yeah. I really yeah. did. Were yeah. you on hold those two months? She worked. Uh, I mean, that's they have you have a huge role in that, right? Yeah, I mean, like they you're in great scenes, and it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, The Reaping. Yeah, rent it. Anna Sophia Rob. That was my second time working with her. The young young Anna Sophia. She was in Because of Win Dixie. Oh yeah, and then that role and, and uh, Hillary Swank. Oh well, yeah. Two-time so, Academy Award winner. winner. Did Sank. she win an Academy Award that year? Like a second one? It was the uh, the 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 year prior, and she was um still boxing, and she um wow. so I had the fake uh, pregnant belly in that, and um they took a continuity picture. It was Polaroid. I mean, we're going back, right? Right. So there's a Polaroid somewhere of Hillary Swank punching my pregnant stomach <laughs> so if anyone that. out there has it wow <laughs> yeah i i just uh i love that you guys all got to do that and at that time you yeah know, when when everything was just falling apart yeah yeah everywhere and, in the state yeah and things personally for me fell apart and when we had met things were you know were it was it was a hard comeback for me there was a lot of loss at that particular time oh yeah and then coming out of that i mean it's it's you know i mean i've been um i'm blessed not stressed good yeah you feel, you feel good today uh, it's a good day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. may as well to hear it right um so you you work pretty consistently, I'd say, in the southeast or maybe other places that I'm not aware of. What's what's some tips that you might have for some like new actors who are trying to trying to get it going? Like how how do you keep it alive? Uh, how, that, what, how do you hustle? How do you hustle? Yeah, are you a hustler? I no. <laughs> See, I'm a hustler. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely like my mother was a hustler. Like, yeah. You know, like let's let's do this thing. Let's do that thing. No. Like, let's figure. That- I'm not a hustler. No. This. Is, so I. When I, I. I'm like. Ten, my mother is a Tennessee Williams character. Like it's. Well, Lara, if you want to go to lunch today, we can. Re-, you know. So we had that really <laughs> sort of like you know, and and I, I never learned how to cook. Because the women weren't allowed in the kitchen. My dad was a chef and my brother was a chef. So we just kind of, so we cleaned and it was just sort of, I didn't have the hustle. I did have though the drive yeah, um, and the ambition to, you know, the excitement, you know, when I was coming up. I remember meeting Claudia, who has been spoken about in previous episodes. That's a good, you have a good story about Claudia. Yeah, I've got, I've got a ton of them. Which one you want? (laughs) Well, you tell me the one you were going to say. Well, I was going to say that um, back in the day when um, 
people read newspapers, uh, there was a Thursday column that would come out, and that would be the audition notices, um, and also uh, for theater mainly, and then there would be like a couple of things for film. And Claudia was seeking talent, seeking new talent. And I was, at the time, I had come back from the University of Dallas where I got a degree in drama and philosophy, very useful yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then um uh did some dallas children's theater and then came back to new orleans and i'm like what am i gonna do uh i have to perform and then um was a karaoke mc at cats meow what yes the there, world famous yes cats meow? the world famous cats wow. that's a good survival job yeah, that is a great survival it was job. there's a great line in, cor- in chorus line and i can say this because it is a line in chorus line you you might know it. It was the asshole of show business, but it was a job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it, but yeah, okay. Yeah. And I, but it was always so weird because I was there, you know, and I had done all the children's theater. But I'm down the block, you know. Come on, everybody, let's dance and sing. And you know, and then Le Petit's like, oh, you know, and I'm looking at them through the, you know. <laughs> Like, you know, all right, right. The raindrops on the windows. You have a You were auditioning for Le Petit from Cat's Meow. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, right, it's comedy and tragedy. So you you answered her ad? I answered her ad, thank you. And um, I went and met her at the Hotel Intercontinental, and she had a little table that was set out. And this was one of maybe four times that I had ever seen her in the 20 years that we were together. She's so elusive. She, I mean, she raised me in this business. I mean, I miss her every day. I really, Mm. really, really do. She was great. She was one of a kind, like, you know, none other, of course. And, you know, I know everyone's been doing the voice, and I know Denine has the, <laughs> the good voice. It was like, N-O-M-T. Hello, Lara, it's Claudia. Hello, Lara, it's Claudia. <laughs> Lara, it's I Claudia. Do. I miss her. I know. Yeah, yeah She just really took care of you guys and, and fought for, you know, when it was appropriate. Right. Fought for, you know, things that she thought you should have. Yeah. And then, know? and then let, and then also had, um, sort of the, the kindness to let you know, um, when you didn't get it. So you weren't thinking about it anymore. Yeah. You're talking about letting it go yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You can tell that to yourself all day long, but sometimes it just lives with you, Yeah, you know, and you'd have to find, um, productive ways to let it go. <laughs> right. I feel like, I feel like you told me one time that, uh, you can say the Pepsi commercial. No, you trying to get her to be your agent. You you called her like every Tuesday. Oh, I did for like a year or yep. something. Yep, yep, yep. And she finally, yeah, exactly. And then she <laughs> why had, Tuesday? Um, because Monday was the well, according to the um, How to Become a Successful Actor book that everybody writes. You okay. know the the the, libra- the library litany of those books of you know. That are and I have some of them still that are com- would be completely obsolete. Like what? Like, well, like you know like what? postcards. Does that really still happen? Hey. Apparently, <laughs> you saw him chuck that thing across. Postcards will will always be here. Uh, They're like cockroaches. <laughs> you know, but the, those sort of things about you know how to get how to do you know be you know the successful. Um, screen actor mm-hmm. and this book said call an agent every Tuesday on Tuesday because on Monday is when they're catching up on their things and you know so forth so you would have a more of an opportunity to actually get through and to communicate the the following don't call first thing on Monday morning this is pre-email this is oh yeah Pre-email. No, yeah, this is rotary dial. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is the kitchen. This is the green kitchen phone that had the long cord. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we had that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And, and then um, she called, and then I finally um, booked Unsolved Mysteries. Was my first loved job. Loved that show. It's back. Wow. Watch it with my grandma all it's the back. time. Why do you think it took her so long to respond to you? Do you think she was just waiting for the right opportunity to come across her desk? Yeah. To submit you for? And to have, and, and whatever that, you know, that role would be. And I think too, I was, um, you know, I was pretty green and, you know, always performing still to this day. You know, I mean, it's always, always, 
you know, bring it, bring it down. Yeah. Be a little more natural. <laughs> okay. That's when I feel like I'm acting is when I'm, you know, okay, I'll bring it down. So you are a live wire. You feel like you're acting when you're doing nothing. Right. Yeah. Let's not, That's let's not stray from what's important though, is what did you play on Unsolved Mysteries? Yes. <gasps> And what was that first experience yeah, on set like? need to know. Okay, it was in the Gretna Court building. I gave Ooh. a deposition. I was the, one of the ones, and it's an um, it's, it's still an unsolved case. So now they're bringing it back. Oh, and are the, you going to reprise your role? Um, <laughs> that, that episode or the whole show? The, no, 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 the whole show. Okay. In, okay. Cer- in certain episodes, but this, but I was um, I was a Robert Stack, um, uh, you know, the talked about one or whatever, and um, it happened in Shreveport, uh, and it was um, there teenagers were having a party, and, as they do, uh, as they do, and people were killed, as um, they do, yeah, when Satan's brought up or something, as and he then is. I, oh, I devil went, worshiping, and I told, but um, I was told that I got the role because I looked like the Jessica Simpson. <laughs> Jessica Simpson was born at this point. And then so, you got, you and got when, the role. And then when I why? saw the real person, I was like, Oh, <laughs> I don't look do you remember that person's name? No. Oh, because I want to no, look yeah. Well, it's no, probably no, no, whatever no, no. her character's name was. Yeah, right. I feel like I can go on IMDb and figure this out, right? Yeah, yeah. Ah, good. We looking. should have done our our research. I feel like we know her though. Like, yeah. yeah. But that, but but Claudia was so like I was excited, but she was just as excited oh. for me, and she's like. <gasps> We did it. You finally have it. Yes. That, and it made me SAG eligible and teaching awesome. me about Taft Hartley and, you know, learning how, you know, the, the thing went and just, you know. How long did it take you to, to become SAG? Like, when did you actually decide to? You're 1996. You joined? You're yeah. still a bona fide member? No, uh, bona fide. Yeah, so 1996. You've been a, a member for a good while now. You must be vested. Yeah. I got the letter. You're vested. Yep. What's that mean? That means she gets a pension. Yeah. What? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. She, that that means she's worked enough in her lifetime to get money to retire. In well, in this in this yeah in this lifetime. That's amazing. It is. Congratulations. Actually, thank you. Thank you. But ironically, it was like I didn't that that didn't matter to me. I was working on my equity card because that that was more important to me. Right. Yes. And I was, you know, and I was getting the weeks and getting the weeks and doing the plays. And and so I became a member of SAG in 96 and a member of equity in 98. Yeah, I know. So it was kind of like, you know. I, I felt like I I earned the equity card with the yeah. SAG thing. I it's just, just like, you're like you I go. did this once. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, right. And that's when yeah. it was um, affordable. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's yeah. it's insane now. Yeah, but it's um, but they, but you know, I'm a proud junior member. <laughs> Another theme song. Yes. <laughs> what do you, what do you do when you're not acting? Some like pa- other passions, or do you are you just all acting all the time? Oh hell no! Oh, hell no! <laughs> oh no! I like you know what my latest thing. So I've got a fabulous yard. I'm into gardening. Yay! And um, speaking of love that, yes, there's an amazing uh, magnolia flower here from my magnolia tree. It's the biggest thing I've ever Big seen. Big old flower. Yeah. yeah. She brought us a postcard box every day. <laughs> right. From the Dollar Tree. Don't. Don't yeah. get it wrong. <laughs> Is that how your character no. on Unsolved Mysteries talks? <laughs> Please Probably. Don't kill me. <laughs> exactly. I think they were at the pond. <laughs> that is a New Orleans yet. Yeah. That is a New Orleans yet. So you exactly. like gardening. What else? I do. I do yeah. like gar- gardening. I like uh I'm into animals. I like I like tri- I like going places. Like grand like I'm a big grand isle person. I like like if I can get away real quick or go do stuff or like you fish. I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Learning to. Ooh. Um trout. I mean I don't I don't go out out but yeah and just cool. things to sort of um yeah to live your life yeah, yeah. not obsessed and to about how ha- ha- and to have a life yeah, yeah. And, a lot right. of times actors obsess about just acting and it's all they talk about you know at parties or this or that and it's just like hey what else what else do you yeah. know well you know what it's like you're stealing my script because when <laughs> i moved to los angeles after i got a series a short-lived series called orleans in 1996 with the late great larry hagman oh yeah yeah i played his 
secretary on that, and uh, one of the producers, you know, um, John Sackett Young, who had done China Beach, and da, da, da. so I'm like, I'm going to Hollywood. I'm going to be famous. I'm, let me pack everything I own because I'll never be back. As they say. As they say. And then, yeah, yeah. Been there, done that. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And then, yeah, and then went out there and was like, oh, no, I can't, you know, um, everyone that, everyone, that's that's all anyone is talking about is, is who do you know and this, and I walked into a restaurant and if you're not, like, it's, everyone turns around to see who you are and if you're nobody, then they turn back around and it's humiliating. They're hustlers. They're hustlers. And I was like, my thing was, you know, read any good books lately? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that didn't go over very well. You know, but all the friends, but I'll give this, LA was one of my favorite experiences in place. I loved everything about it i have some of the best friends still to this day um but i loved everything but the business yeah i mean i didn't i couldn't i I couldn't what years were you there i was there from 97 to 2001 where'd you live well i started out on coldwater canyon 5035 right um by addison and then i moved over the hill um, I worked at Hollywood and Vine Lexi's selling AT&T from 6 a.m. to 1 p.m. So I could job. audition. Survival job. Yeah. Survival job. And then lived on Argyle in a rent-controlled apartment right above Franklin. Right on. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, we were there at the same time. We oh, probably that's crossed crazy. Paths. You, yeah. you two and Geraldine Singer. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of survival jobs in L.A. Yeah, a lot of survival fun. jobs. And I did a, a, a lot of um, non-acting uh, things. <laughs> do you tell? I, well, do tell. I mean, like, that's when, like, the raves and the house parties. Oh. And, I mean, the distractions were oh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> but I wasn't independently wealthy. <laughs> and I didn't realize that until it was too late. It's like, oh. no, I got to go home. <laughs> but then when I came home, it's like, oh, Oh, I'm, oh, oh, I'm she must be good because she just came back from L.A. Yeah. yeah? Is and, that and, the vibe you got? Uh, yeah. And and it worked because I, I rolled with it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And But I mean, and uh, the thing is, is that I think, you know, if anybody gives it a shot, you know, you got to give them cred. I mean, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. But, and it is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the most interesting survival job I ever had mm. in Los Angeles. I uh, I worked, I'm telling this from my, my friend Tom. He wanted me to tell this story. Uh, I worked at a bed and breakfast on Venice Beach and I was the night manager. Like, so I lived there, I lived in the basement and anybody got locked out because it was like normal keys. I would have to just go let them in. So that that was in and of itself a good job. But one day I was laying on the beach and there was a guy just walking around with a with a like styrofoam cooler, and he was selling ice cream and popsicles. And and I like was in a busy part of the beach and I was like watching this guy and it was like he sold like all this ice cream to like like 50 people and it was like two dollars a pop and i was like holy shit people are buying the hell out of that ice cream that guy's selling and i looked at my my roommate and i was like i'm doing that tomorrow so i went to smart and final and bought big stick popsicles and ice cream sandwiches and it was like two dollars for a bag of 18 popsicles and i got dry ice and a cooler and i went and walked my ass on the beach and sold ice cream all summer and would make like $400 a day. Dope! Yeah. I was like, and it was cash and it was completely illegal. (laughs) Uh, You couldn't get a permit for it because you're not supposed to do it. Right. And then like one day I was like at this really busy section and I'm like, like all these people are buying stuff from me, buying stuff from me. And this guy comes up. He's like, Hey man, what, what you got in there? And I was like, Oh, I got ice cream sandwiches, <laughs> bottled water. I got, I, I diversified. I had Cokes, diet Coke. I had whatever you wanted. And, uh, he's like, yeah, this is my territory. Oh. He's like, you can have that buoy down there. Oh. You know, like ice, ice cream, <laughs> it was gang, the ice man. cream mafia. So, uh, I, uh, I moved down the beach that was not m- very busy and, uh, kind of ended my ice cream career, but it was a good run. I love that run. story. That's yeah. a good one. I'll take it. I would, I would sell ice cream on the beach any time of the day. Yeah. Do you get to Los Angeles? Do you go like 
with not work? Um, not too often. Yeah. A couple of times a year, maybe, or one time a year. Yeah, I find myself I, going, to, going to Los Angeles um, for fun. Yeah. Like I don't. I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I still have friends there, and but I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Get, I don't get to go. The last time I went was for a funeral, which oh. was. Not great, but and I was very sick. I spent a weekend in Hollywood, and I said it like that all the time. And I'm sure people loved you. They did, and all I was like, everybody in LA is so nice and friendly. (laughs) And my friend that lives there was like, shut the fuck. (laughs) Wait, in that area, it was all tourists. (laughs) Oh yeah, because it was it was me with my Hollywood shirt going Hollywood (laughs) jazz hands. Yeah. All right. Did I ask her how she talks about how? Okay, how do you yeah. talk like a normal person? How do you do it? How do you get there? I know it's hard for you. How do you talk like a normal person? See, Not like I don't that. understand. Yeah. See, see, well, like, <laughs> like, but uh, so how do you just say it like a normal person. How do you say it like That's a normal the alternative person? Name of this show. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh. It depends on the situation. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. You know, I mean, that's I, that's that was the question that I was afraid you were going to ask. I knew I was. He gonna asked it every episode. I know. I knew. And that's what, well, I knew <laughs> you. Somebody must have canceled. Okay, I'm, I am being punked because you know that I am not normal. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you talk like a normal person? I, well, it, it it whatever the given circumstances is, and that would be true. Um, uh, acting on camera or in you know in real life like I, i'll i i give you know when to be a goofball and you know when yeah to take and it out. then i right and and the thing i i find too that um i i, I can i'll i'll give back what i get you know because it is a sort of like i can't just you can't just keep you want to be on the you don't want to like overpower like a situation you're gonna be on the on the person you're talking to's level is that what you're well depending on yeah but i mean like i'm yeah i suppose i don't know i don't know i mean how to talk like a nor you know a normal a normal person it would just it would just depend i think we're all still figuring it out yeah 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 all right. Before we flip the flip the switch on the questions, what's something you want casting or producers to know about you that they don't know that they should know? That I'm awesome. Well, facts. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> that I'm humble. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You know, it's I, probably what everyone else is going to say is that you know. I mean, I, I'm grateful for the opportunity. I understand. You know, it's every everybody has their job to do and if you're lucky enough to get it then you know be a part of the team and you know show up know your lines show up be kind say hi to people so this is these are your attributes these are things that you will give when you are working oh you want me on set yeah yeah you want me on set I mean, and that, and 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 nine times. I mean, most of if you would see like most of the things that I've ever done. I mean, Salem's one of them. You know, I mean, I, Orleans is another. I don't say anything. You get your I, head I literally am like the silent actress person. The funny friend that's going to be there on the side. (laughs) So that's why I really don't know how to talk like, you know, talk completely normal. Be quiet like a normal person. (laughs) That's your episode. Exactly. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Good answers. Do you have any questions for Justin and I? Let's see. In my little book here. I do. She's putting on reading glasses. Well, this is the thing. Okay. So I, so I had some, I had some questions from before, but I had a taped audition today. Mm-hmm. So that and that seems to be, you know, of course, the norm, the future these, these days, and you know what it is, and I gotta kind of roll with it, and it's and it's hard for I'm finding because I'm transitioning into um, a different uh, age group or a different you know set of yeah. you know what I mean. So, and then with social media and things like that, like so, and you have to. Right. Like, I mean, you do. And so here, so I had a couple of questions. Um, this was one of them. Oh, for this. Okay. Slate. And I know this has been brought up before, but the slate for me is one of, it's the hardest part of the audition. 
What? Because it's talking like a normal person. Say your name and height. But this is the thing. Say it's your like, name and height right now. Lara Grice, five six. You can't. Do- <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. Try I'm, it again. I'm, I'm really not. Hi, my name is. <laughs> Botched it. All right. It it is. Now, and so as a result, I find myself sometimes if it's a comedy, you know, um, like, is it inappropriate to, do do you, do you, you you slate like. In character? Well, not in character or or like with an accent. Like today, my, the role that I had turned from rural Georgia to New Orleans. They don't know exactly where they're going to have it yet. So the slate that wound up coming out was, hi, I'm Lara Grice, I'm 5'6", and I'm from New Orleans. You know, so it had those two. Okay. <laughs> right? Um, Wrong. But you had your audition, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would just, I probably would just be yourself. Yeah. When in doubt, be you. Be yourself, <laughs> yes. Um, in an area like our area yeah. if it's like something that is legitimately like a british character right or, or you know like a re- some accent that's not of this country that it may be in your best interest to slate in the in the accent right I'm they may not they may not even watch the slate right that's they true. might not get that far right. is that what you're saying no <laughs> they may not even care about slates yeah. sometimes the slate's just for us yeah you know so yeah. we we can see what you look like and all that stuff. We post slates, though. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, po- we post. No, I'm not saying we don't post them, but. Yeah. But I mean, like other. I don't know if other people post slates. Right. I know. I know Tracy doesn't do slates at all if, when she when she can. Right. Yeah. Right. But we post slates. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I mean, so I need I, I need them to see. Yeah. If they're not going to do callbacks, we yeah, want them to yeah, see what TV. your full body looks like. And right. All that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm thinking about it. I'm I'm swayed to say like maybe Slate in that accent. Like I. And I th- yeah, it could be project particular. Take it yeah. case by but, case. Yeah, yeah, case, case by, by case. case. But um, uh, here's one. So say, for instance, you have to put yourself on tape for a five and under. And it's, you know, a couple of lines. Was I in? Yeah. I was in here with you guys, I think. And then I, I, it was the last line. And I, was, and I said it th- in three, three different, you know, three different ways or whatever. Or I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or however it is. On the same take? You could. I mean, uh, but I what, mean, if, what if like one of them sucks? Yeah. You I've know, never, and then I've it's stuck in that. that take, that whole tape and casting doesn't have time to edit. You know, uh, to take out the bad tape. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, so that's I, a good. That's a good point. I'd I'd rather have individual clips so I can not use what I don't want to use right. and use what I want to use. And you can, yeah. I think I know you, Ryan, enough to say you would definitely a hundred percent rather have the individual clips. Yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, I used to do all one tape, that's but that bogus. was before I learned about cutting. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, I think, well, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, one last one. Can I? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so, um, this is interesting in another self-tape or even in the room. Say, for instance, and as of late, it's been horror stuff, um, which is my forte. (laughs) Um, say, for instance, it's all action. So you get two, you get two and two and three eighths pages and it's mm-hmm. all action. So you're walking down the stairs and you see the blood dripping and then there's a body here and then you don't know. So you're literally kind of doing a silent movie. Mm-hmm. And I, sometimes there's always a piece of me that thinks, you know, to myself, like, oh, they totally just want to do this and get a bunch of them and get a bottle of wine and laugh for two hours you know what i mean to watch yeah. these actors you know and because be- and that really does feel like acting that's not being yeah you yeah. know it's they're hard those auditions are hard yeah um i you know there was a period where i felt like i did a lot of that right you know i i haven't done a horror movie in a long time so but yeah it's always if- a lot of moving and tracking like the blood trail and you know all that stuff I mean, you just, you have to make it interesting, Yeah, you know, if yeah. that's what it is. Um, I wouldn't let it go on forever. Right. You know, you, you like, you choose, you choose like the best parts of it and give us a sample of like, 
of the essence of what you're going to do. Right. You know, so sell it. Right. And then, and if there's like, I'd say if there's like a little bit of improvisation that you can do within that. Right. You know, um, what about screaming? Scream. Yeah. Scream. If you're going to scream, scream. If you're going to like, like try and, like stage stage screen yeah. like some people do that like whispery thing it just doesn't it doesn't scream. work yeah oh no no, no. i'm a, just do it i'm a screamer i mean <laughs> <laughs> so proud we of heard yourself. that about you dang <laughs> Get a girl. Hi. yeah is it on on the action stuff i think there's a lot of uh people in this area that are very smart with their auditions and like sometimes we'll get scenes and it's like how is anybody gonna do that and then they come in and they they make it work and a lot of people find different ways to do that yeah like for instance you're you're seeing like if you have to walk down the stairs and take your magnifying glass and inspect the blood on the floor like you're not you're not going to do the stairs. You're not going to look at the floor. You're going to find a better way to capture the essence of what they're looking for. They're looking for someone that's investigating something right. that's in a hurry. Yeah. And you got to be able to find different ways to convey that within your small box. Sometimes we haven't figured out how we're going to do these scenes yeah. when people come in. And I love when an actor comes in and sets the tone for yeah. Every, yeah. everybody's audition. Uh, for the most part, right. you know, nice. it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, that you're, uh, you're kind of, a director like yeah. you right you right did an right awesome job with that yeah but so. the same with, with improv then how so what about scripts and things like yeah i mean when it's appropriate yeah you know i i would say if you're taping and you're gonna improvise definitely do a take that's by the script right um and the way that the writer wrote it um because you don't know what the feelings are going to be yeah. on that on that end of it, right, the writer, right. and the producer, whoever's watching, making decisions. You know, when I did a movie um, a few years ago in Shreveport, and the director was the writer, very big director now, by the way. Anybody who auditioned for this movie, <laughs> it was not a huge movie, but he was very deliberate on every word that he wrote, and anytime an actor would come in and like change his words he he was nice to them but he was done he didn't want he was like no they i mean they think they're they think they're funnier than what i wrote or you know i'm i'm a purist that way too and i find sometimes though in and especially with all due respect you know in television some of you can some of the lines especially as a woman you can tell like this has been written by a man yeah you know and i but you don't and i'm trying try, if i can get the essence of what that is but then it's almost like oh well she thinks she can write and say it better than i can but yeah <laughs> just just don't change the intent of the scene ever right like, yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's a it's a it's a weird thing because yeah. i mean I, being raised in the theater it's like you know i mean with shakespeare tennessee williams ionesco did you know geraldine singer stalked tennessee williams at the amp what <laughs> yes we learned that today that it's, a, it's a good listen to our episode it's i a will good i just did something last summer in lockport i played a 60 year old Oh wow! wow. I'm, well, I'm stretch. starting to no, no, no. You are transitioning. Yes. Well, this is the thing. If I start playing sixty now, I can do it for a really long time. Oh, that's smart. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it was it was like and it, and I and I every I mean, what was the word? Is that an a the? Uh, uh, you know, it's, it was important. It was just the way we were raised. Uh, well, Lara, we have gone. Pretty long. Yeah. We could, we <laughs> yeah. shocking. shocking. It's been yeah. an awesome episode. I think. I think I've had a lot of fun. Yeah. I hope you. Have. I've, I've had fun. I don't know if it's usable. <laughs> yeah, it's usable. <laughs> it's usable. It's a lot of good good info in yeah. here. I hope so. Um, I want to thank uh, Jason Edwards, producer, engineer, Robert, producer, Justin, and Lara. Oh, yeah, Lara Christ. Yeah, you're right. Lara, are you on like Twitter or any of that stuff? Oh yeah. Well, I got a. a Lara Grice Nola Twitter. I've Neat. got uh, Lara Grice Nola Instagram. Oh, I got a uh, yeah. yeah. I got you. Um, got like a fan page on the Facebook. I I I tried that, but th- I found I like I, I'm not two different people. But it's like, I don't want, cause I want to post like fun fan, like my, fa- like look at the fish I caught. Right. Oh, but now I'm starring in a movie with Hugh Jackman. Like who, who am I today? I, you, know, you can be both. Nah, 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 nah. 
Awesome. <laughs> well, subscribe to her stuff. Uh, I'm at Glorioso Casting. The show Yay. is at uh, Talk Like Normal. Jason is at Jason Edwards TV. Justin's Justin TC underscore underscore on Instagram. And the show is on Instagram at Talking Like Normal People. And we got a website, talkinglikenormalpeople.com. And we got new music. Well, it's not new anymore. Yeah. Thank you, Lara. Talk like normal people. Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. Create a searchable profile accessible by multiple casting directors who are casting major film, television, and commercial projects. MyCastingFile.com.